y'all like that intro, huh? You like that intro, Ragnite? Yeah, I like no. that intro. Yeah, no, that I was intro vamping. was solid. I was vamping. Of course, this is Road to PS5, the weekly podcast series about any and all things PS5 as we head towards the release of the PlayStation 5. And with me, of course, my luxurious co-host, Via Ragnite. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, uh... I'm doing good. I I uh, had a very productive morning. So you know what? Let's just break it down for the people, right? Let's just break it down, right? Uh, so you know, uh, I've been I've been on a I've been on a on a on a grind, on a, a health grind, if you will, working out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this was like the first like kind of full week, been minus Monday. Uh, so now I have a bedtime of like eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. You know. Then I wake up at like seven to work out at seven thirty, whatever, and then come back to work on videos and stuff like that at like eight o'clock, eight thirty, or whatever. So I'm still, uh, honestly, I feel like I'm pretty used to it at this point after being like five days straight, you know, of, mm-hmm. of like having that routine. Um, so it's been going good. So that being said, of course, the weekend, uh, I'm not doing workouts on the weekend, but I still woke up early. So I'm like, screw it. I called my barber. She was in. I got a haircut. You 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 love to see it. You love to got see some it. Got some got some groceries done. You know, got some grocery shopping done. Productive. Uh, still no Clorox wipes. It's Oof. a bit concerning. It's a bit concerning, but you know, I have the uh, microfiber rags, you know, and the spray. It works out. You it know, works out, and yeah. and honestly, probably more cost effective to get the to get the microfiber wipes and the spray. Yeah, it might be a little bit more cost effective that way for sure. You know, but. I would still like, you know, my wipes eventually, you know. But yeah, of course. I digress. But, uh, yeah, pretty productive morning, you know. I'm chilling. I feel refreshed. I'm good. Uh, what about you, good sir? How you doing? I'm doing, like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still in that routine. Um, I, my bedtime is not 11 p.m. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Hey, I, I, hey, I am still completely open. To move in recording times to fit your lifestyle. I am I'm, good. Yo, I, I could bend it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm agile. You know what I'm saying? I could do it. You know. I, I, I probably <laughs> do need to work on fixing my lifestyle change. Um, I, yesterday, my um, I have a few friends that have been playing. Like we all started playing Warframe. Hmm. Um, a throwback for me. A yeah, throwback, definitely. We we all started playing Warframe again, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we have the star chart done," which ba- which means like they have like the the main story like pretty much done. Hmm. And they're like, "Hey," and they they played. They have like two hundred hours to my ten when we started. Right. Right, it's see, like see, yeah, and it's like you need to get this done so we can do missions like the missions to like level up stuff like a yeah. lot more easily. Uh huh. So yesterday I played for thirteen hours. Damn, damn, my to, boy, grinding out. You love to see it to like catch yeah. up. And you love to see it. It was it was rough. I started. I started at like what three p.m. Mm. Actually, I think it was longer than like it was. It was longer because I started at three p.m. I took like an hour break here and there. Uh, I just did a light workout p- 
because I was feeling right. like nauseous. So I just yeah. took the day off. And uh, like all in all, the Steam session said it was like the last time I checked it was like maybe like seven hundred minutes. That's intense. That's so intense. so a lot of minutes. Yeah, no, so it was it was a lot of just like the same level types over and over. Right, right. So I was like, yeah. oh, like I, I finally stopped playing at like five thirty in the morning. Warframe's interesting because that was um one of like the early PS4 games that that hit. That was a pretty big deal in terms of like a multiplayer game and everything. Yeah. Um, I liked it a ton back in the day, you know, because uh, that was back when like Call of Duty Ghosts was out, and me being like a really hardcore COD guy back in the day, those CODs weren't the best by a mile oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. so yeah yeah so like i was looking so warframe w- would be like would be like the supplement to that you know back in the day mm-hmm. um but i know that the, that game still gets supported very heavily i'm pretty sure it's on switch right now as well um and uh it's changed a lot i bet I oh mean, yeah absolutely not, not not even that bet i've heard that it's changed drastically so i'd be curious maybe maybe i'll come around to it with the uh, ps5 we'll see we'll see it, but, uh, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, like, definitely. In the definitely. last two weeks, I've put in 78 hours. Mm. Mm. Like, Damn. quarantine, quarantine life, be hitting different. You love so, to see it. So, <laughs> I just, I've just been playing that a lot. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, we'll get to what we've been playing a little bit more extra, but before we move on, I feel like it'd be worthy on top of the episode to let the people know where they can find you. Uh, probably in the beginning of the episode as well as the end, you know. I feel like just in case for those that don't make it to the end, at least they can follow the boy, you know, uh, on where they can find you, Arachnet. Yeah, um, I am on the PlayStation Source Twitter. I, like, it's, I'm, everybody there, like, a lot of the main guys that you'll see on the streams and all that are pretty active on there every day. Um... I'm under the same name, the Arachnite, nothing special there. Uh, make sure to check that out if you haven't. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Um, I am on I'm on Twitch. Uh, same name, twitch.tv slash the Arachnite. And I am on Twitter. And, and uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, Orly underscore Macias. Talk about pretty much just comic books and video games so if you're interested in any of that make sure to check it out beautiful beautiful and uh, of course you can continue to watch the future episodes of road to ps5 as well as all of our other content here on youtube.com slash playstation source as well as for your favorite podcast service every sunday by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on apple Podcasts, google play podcast spotify and any other major podcast service by just searching playstation source podcast feed to support the show, you can of course like and subscribe as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description as well as following us on our other platforms such as Discord, that is what Rack Knight just brought up, as well as our Twitter, at PSSourceVids, both those links down below in the description. And uh, of course, if you'd like to, you know, further on, you know, become a member of the channel, forgot to put that here in the beginning notes, but you can, wait, did I put it? I swear I typed it. I swear I typed it. Where did I put it? Whatever. Who cares? You. Oh, wait. No. It's right here. Here it is. Wait. Did I read it? Yes, you did. I did read it. I'm going insane. Wow. 
that's crazy that's crazy well besides all that links below in the description become a member like subscribe discord twitter anchor link podcast services all that good stuff down below in the description but first up here episode one of roads of ps5 you know what i'm saying uh which we'll, we, we don't even know when this road's going to be over because we don't have a release date we don't have a price yet you know but we do know that we are getting two different types of ps5s which is going to be the episode one topic of course digital versus standard edition disc versus disc list the future versus the past you know what i'm saying um but before we get into all that are you playing anything else besides Warframe this week, Arachnite? You know, you said that you were uh, putting a lot of hours into Warframe, you know? Is there anything else you've been getting on the sticks with this week besides uh, that? I just finished my uh, playthrough of God of War 2018. Oh, you already finished it? Ooh, I'm at, um, uh, where am I at right now? Oh, okay, uh, why am I forgetting? I just played like two nights ago. So I got the blades. Yeah, no, I saw. Um, I, I checked the feed, or not the feed, the, the, the VOD. Oh, yes, I remember. So we just got through Tears Vault and all that stuff. And now we are... I stopped when we are going back to the um, tree that we got Mimir from to get to the door to Jotunheim. And then, of course, a lot of stuff is going to follow after that. We don't exactly go to Jotunheim at that point. Uh, so, you know, that'll be... That's where I'm at. So I think I'm definitely over halfway, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you, I think. you don't have too much left. Yeah, like, I feel like I have, like, maybe three hours left, right? Something like that, yeah, I think. Yeah, about that. I, my, maybe, my... Maybe a little bit more, I don't know. Yeah, my, my, my perception of time on these, uh, on this game in particular is, like, very different, considering, honestly, just how much I get my ass kicked. Are you playing on Gimme God of War? Yeah. Like a savage. Like a savage. For me, for the, uh, stream series, of course, you know. I'm uh, just playing on the normal shawarmal mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Baby ass baby mode. Well, no, not baby ass baby mode. Just normal. Yeah, not give me a balanced experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the how the devs intended. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's it's still great. Actually, you know what I did differently this playthrough that I don't think I've told you yet. I switched the control schemes. So I'm playing on the traditional layout, mm -hmm. um, as well as I forgot what it was, but I flipped something. So there's. There's two different settings to get it to where, uh, oh, I flipped X and O. That's what happened. So you know how by default it's O to jump and like do that vaulting stuff? Yeah, I think we talked about roll? it. Yeah, I think we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't? Okay. Well, I, I flipped that and I went to the traditional control scheme where heavy attacks are triangle, yeah. light attacks are square, yeah, like the old. Done. Yeah. Like the, honestly, that feels a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, you know? no, I don't know. I don't know why they did what they did. Like, with what I switched it immediately as soon as I like launched the game. It's right. like, yeah, no, this is no, and I just switched it to like a traditional control scheme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely back in 2018, I didn't change it. I just kept it the normal way. Um, but. After playing through the past God of Wars over this uh, God of War stream series, which you can find playlists on on YouTube.com to the source, shameless plug. But, uh, you know, we're going through all the God of Wars. And, uh, you know, other than Ascension, where they changed some button layouts a little bit in Ascension that you can't change back, oddly well, not oddly enough, it was back in 2013. You know, there wasn't really a emphasis on really letting the player control the controls. 
how they you know like find uh you know adjust and tune it or whatever so understandably so they didn't have any options to change it in god of war ascension but with 2018 they do and uh i found it to be a lot easier and uh just like a lot more straightforward with the traditional controls as opposed to the ones they gave you by default i think the ones that they give you by default honestly i think they really other than the x and the o that stuff doesn't make sense at least for the american side i know of course in other countries that you know they are more correct in the form of like yeah like an o is to confirm something and the x is to cancel something you know what i'm saying but in terms of like for us like jumping is x you know and to like dodge or like to roll is O. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if it's like that. Maybe it's flipped as well in other countries, you know? And they use jump for O and X for dodge. I guess that makes more sense because like with your X, if you press X to dodge, you're like canceling out that incoming damage. Right? And then O, you're jump, you know? I guess that can make a little sense, but I swapped it. Uh, it feels a lot better. And uh, I think the traditional controls in God of War 2018, when it when it when it first came out, I think that they fine tuned the controls to make the axe throwing feel really good. You know, I think I think that's what the primary source of the, the weird controls in God of War, you know, was a was to uh, summon the axe and like how that felt. But I digress. Still having the fun time. It's a great game. It's so good, man. It's so good. And the times where uh you know kratos's pass comes up it hits a lot different bro oh yeah it hits so much harder when athena pulls up it's like oh my god that hits so much more ah so great good stuff good stuff uh but oh i've I, i'm starting to dip a little bit more further into final fantasy 7 the original yeah right? I, I saw that i saw your screenshots on uh twitter I'm like I'm like taking little bites because I can't resist, but eventually, soon, probably after honestly God of War, I'm gonna just take the full dive. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Honestly, what's with a really big issue is well not issue I guess, but I've been rewatching Avatar: The Last Airbender. Always good. And so, oh my God, that's been flame. But I'm I'm gonna probably try and do half and half. I'm trying to maybe hey this time at the end of the night. We're gonna either do Final Fantasy Seven or we're gonna continue Avatar. I gotta pick, I gotta start splitting those up. You know what I'm saying? I gotta start taking turns. But Avatar's been too good. I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta split the time now. You know, um, but it's been great. I am, where am I in Final? Fantasy? Oh, I got to the train yard. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at the train yard. That's where I stopped. Uh, last time I played, which was maybe like two, three days ago. So. I'm excited to get back to it. And, um, yeah, I don't think I've been playing anything else. Uh, oh, wait, no. We played a little Hyperscape this week. Yeah, yeah, on JoyClicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can catch that stream on JoyClicks as well. YouTube.com slash JoyClicks. Um, but, of course, Hyperscape, Ubisoft's new Battle Royale, um, it, it, differentiate, it differentiates itself from the other Battle Royales. Uh, simply from the fact that like there's more of like an arena combat type of mobility movement so there's a lot of verticality in hyperscape uh a lot of floaty type of movements throughout the air so it kind of feels like a like a old traditional quake type of game 
and stuff like that like those 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 like classic arena shooters is what uh i feel like it mostly feels like and what really sets itself apart from other brs on the market i'm still bad at it right arachnite i'm still bad at it but for dude i can't put the game down like i there's something about this game that i just want to keep playing you know even though i'm trash i don't know man i know you weren't too hot on it i'm not gonna give your give your little thoughts on hyperscape before we get into the ps5 talk if you yeah. have any um i played it on pc mm, okay I, that's a yeah okay yeah how, no how, how i feel that? the aiming on consoles just feels awful Maybe yeah. maybe it's just because I'm new on it. I only played like two or three games. Yeah. But there's just something off about how the aiming feels mm-hmm. that I don't like. I think there's a few things. So I I think what I'm garnering right with the aiming and having a little more time in the game, I think that this this may sound like oh some scrub you know talk whatever I adopt, but I do feel that the aim assist needs to be kicked up a little bit more. Um. I feel like you lose targets really easily based off the high mobility. I'm not asking for like an auto aim. I'm asking for like a little bit more of like a, just a little bit stronger of an aim assist. Just a um, of course. Yeah, yeah, just just a little bit more, you know, because we can't be as pinpoint precise like on PC where you don't need aim assist. Um, but of course with the sticks, I feel like a little more aim assist couldn't couldn't really deter the game. I think it could only help. Not too much. We don't want to be auto aiming, but. A little bit more of an aim assist. Um, and I think that when you look at a lot of the reticles of Arachnite, next next time you're playing, I want you to really take a look at the reticle, right? I think that there's too much going on on the reticles. I think there's too many like weird lines that are only indications that you're aiming at an enemy because they only turn red and they only stay on like a blue when you're not aiming at anything that's not an enemy. And I feel like is there just for the aesthetic but i think it is throwing off a lot of my aim personally you know like yeah. i feel like there's there's like too much oh i hit the mic like i feel like there's there's just too much clutter on the reticles that with when you couple that with the high mobility and people move very fast in the hyperscape i feel like you're just losing targets like that and you're getting your shots off just not not hitting you know I think I think those are two big things that if they kind of tone down, I think it'll be a lot more easier on console to really get it to uh, get a grip for. But are, would you say like it feels a little bit better on PC? Uh, it definitely does feel better on PC because I well there are a lot more factors that go into how your aim feels on PC. You can turn off mass acceleration. You can. It's like, all right, I'll have an 800 DPI, but a sensitivity of whatever. Or I'll do 1600 DPI and a sensitivity of whatever, and you compensate for that. But on consoles, you get is like, do you want 24 or do you want 25? Mm. And there are, I don't know. I, I, I'm not digging it. Like, I, I, I play shooters. Like, shooters are, like, shooters and fighting games are my bread and butter. Like, I, mm. I, I, I love both genres. Like, they're both, like major major time sinks on what like what i've been what i've played my entire like life so i i would say that i have a good feel on what is like what feels good and what doesn't feel good like this isn't like just scrub talk so like i don't know it's just something about something about it that i don't like it feels over designed 
In some areas, it feels under under designed. In other areas, it runs mm. poorly. It looks like trash. It runs poorly on PC. Well, on PC, it's a different story because my computer's a monster. Right. Yeah. But I yeah, do yeah. get a lot of frame dips. Interesting. So on the PS4 Pro, at least I have a I thought it ran pretty well. The only complaint I have with like performance, I guess, which is not really a performance side, I guess it's more of like a server side, would be that I think it takes a little bit too long to uh you know die at one match and get to another match. Oh, I feel yeah. like the it like loads a little bit longer than I would expect and stuff like that. But other than that, I feel like in game when you're in the match, I feel like everything runs really smooth. I feel like I can uh equip different abilities really fast. I feel like I can upgrade my weapons really fast as well. I feel like everything is really fluid, I feel like, personally, and, like, I don't really see any frame dipping, at least from my PS4 Pro's pr- perspective, but... Yeah, my... You know. I just had... I just had the Slim, so... Oh, I see. Okay, so maybe... Maybe maybe that could be a factor, for sure. A base PS4 versus a Pro. Yeah. Uh, the Mostly my issues just came from the, the PS4. The PC, only when there's a lot of stuff going on, like, the zone's closing, and... You know, like there's a, like somebody throws up a wall and or mine goes off and it's just a bunch of people shooting, yeah. and it's like then then it it just it doesn't feel like it was ready to release. Mm. 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 I I well like the only reason I I was playing it like afterwards is just to give it a fair shot. Yeah, and I think I'm done. I, yeah, I mean. I totally hear you. Totally get it. You know, yeah. Both you and Christian have like similar views on it as well. Uh, Christian, of course, of JoyClicks, youtubecom JoyClicks. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm like really trash at it still, like I still feel the wanting to play it again and and get to a acceptable level of skill. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I do feel myself getting better. You know, but it's just definitely like. A lot, I. Th- it's not. It's not like I feel complex, really, of a game. I just think that it feels different, and maybe that 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 feel different that I'm feeling could be overall that the aiming just sucks ass, you know, and the shooting is just trash. Like, like maybe that's what I'm feeling, you know. But I don't know what it is, man. Like, I'm still enjoying myself in Hyperscape, so yeah, um, we'll see. And if you guys want to check it out, it is free on PlayStation Four right now free to play game there's of course a battle pass all that good stuff that you can check out the traditional battle royale stuff that you would find in any other battle royale game on the market but uh but yeah that's what we've been playing good to hear mm-hmm. good stuff good stuff good stuff and uh going into it right road to ps5 i feel like there wasn't any other way that we could have started this without looking at the two console skews that we got going on right of course well uh, i think you were watching the ps5 event live right yeah you know what i'm saying so of course my intro is based off of the reveal trailer for both these consoles and um uh i don't think i've posted i don't think i've broken out my reaction to the ps5 digital edition yet but i had a big reaction to it because that wasn't at all leaked like i feel like me and you and definitely everyone here you know that is watching this podcast whatever like i feel like we're all pretty you know tuned in to the latest like rumors and stuff like that on ps5 right and like we've heard about series s on the xbox side their streaming only console you know their digital edition of the series x forever right 
but we hear nothing about the PS5. I mean, did you hear anything about the PS5 digital edition? Like, did that ever leak and I just missed it? Or not to the extent of my memory. Yeah, yeah, like I, I mean, I could definitely tell you that like I'm pr- I, I'm like 90% sure that it never leaked, right? The prospect of a digital PS5. Did I say PS5? PS5. <laughs> but uh it's real. I think that was a really big um, thing that they did, and I think it will speak volumes to how they feel about going into next year, which we will talk about as well moving forward. Um, but how do you, I guess, you know, to just start the conversation, like, how do you feel about the overall strategy of seemingly both sides of the console war, you know, quote unquote console war, whatever, of uh, PlayStation side and Xbox side both releasing? disc and discless versions of their console heading into next gen like how do you feel about that prospect do you have like are you against it are you for it like what are your like overall general thoughts on it um i think it's a solid approach like i don't see any issues on like digital or just a traditional console with a disc right right so do you prefer to buy your games physical still or or, or a digital i mostly buy them digital yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, same. There's little to no incentive other than it's like, oh yeah, look at my cons- like look at my games collection. Right. To that, right. like, uh, to have them on like, like it's like oh yeah, because you can. It, the it's it's a lot easier to say like, oh yeah I want to play what like this game, mm-hmm. instead of digging around for a disc. Because I don't know if it's just me and I'm unorganized, but sometimes it's like, okay, where did I put the case? It's like, oh, we are we are not the same, sir. <laughs> I am I keep my things on. Like I, dude, one of my biggest pet peeves growing up, like my biggest arachnid. If you're one of these people, I'm sorry, but I'm about to talk shit. All right. May I? May Feel I? Free? Okay. Um. I'm about to talk this shit, right? I hate when I was at like a friend's house or like my cousin's house, and they have, uh, and they and they do that thing where they just put any game in any case. No, no. And no, as long no. as it's in the case, it's fine. No, like that that does not fly with me. That's fine. no, no, no. Under any certain, that is a no go. Stop. You listen. Every case comes with a disc that matches the case. That's why we have cases that have labels on them. So put the disc in the right case, or don't do it at all. It's trash. My sister does that. So growing that's up, that's horrible. Growing up is like, hey, I want to go play. I don't know, like Sonic Adventure Two. It's like, and I look in the Sonic Adventure Two case. It's like there's Mario Sunshine. It's like, all right. No. So it's like the logical conclusion is like, let me look at Mario Sunshine, and then. <laughs> Then there's Mario Kart, and then I'd look, <laughs> I'd look at the Mario Kart case, and it would be like, I don't know, it would be some Brad's game she was playing. It's like, what the fuck? It, no, it's 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 horrible. So I'd spend awesome. I'd spend like an hour just digging through every single case, and it's like finally, and then it's like, all right, like yeah, I I like growing up like when I was like. Lot younger, my parents. Oh, we lad. It was like my parents did put restrictions. Like, all right, 
you can only play for an hour in school days. Right. So it's like, all right, hours up. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, mine was a lot more hardcore. I wasn't allowed to play games during uh, school nights. At all. Like zero, zilch, nada. You know, for some reason, they let me play handheld games. So like on the PSP and like PSP Go and stuff like that, and my DS, whenever. Right, but for some reason, console gaming was only for the weekends, for like the longest time. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, very it's weird. probably because they assumed it was like a lot more. It's like, oh yeah, these are bigger games that I want to put more time into. But console games are for like babies. All right, I mean handheld I, games are like for babies. Yeah, I would love to ask them that because, like, I mean, I, I wonder what that perspective. Like, I guess from, I mean, I guess from someone that isn't. You know, some that may be, like, a little bit older, uh, you know, like a parent or whatever. Uh, I wonder if they – I guess they would view portable gaming, like, not as gamey as a console game, right? Right. Because my, my parents only gave me restrictions on the uh, PS2 and PS3, not on my PSP or my PSP Go or my beloved Vita over there. I love you, King. What's up, Vita? How you doing? I miss him. He's so far, you know. Do you ever just do you ever just sleep next to your Vita? No? No. Not particularly. <laughs> you don't have a tucking in the bed? No? Like me? Okay. Never mind. Uh but yeah, so that's what I had. Um but yeah, so overall I also buy digital, you know, there's just too many positives to it. Like when uh when a new game was dropping, I love that twelve oh one, I'm playing the game, you know. I don't have to drive home or, or like go somewhere. Even though I do miss midnight launches, you know. Yeah. Midnight, midnight launches on at like GameStop on a crisp November in Arizona. Ooh. Those hit, you know what I'm saying? When the when the air was was like a little bit a little bit frosty, you know, you mm-hmm. you you breathe in, you you feel that cold that you never feel in Arizona, you know? Yeah, we have to wait all the way till like November while other people is like, oh yeah, like it's like September and it's freezing. It's like wow, yeah, yeah, because you know we have a dry climate right so uh, it definitely gets hot but it uh, hey it definitely gets cold in arizona like i'm not even gonna lie you know maybe 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 i'm a maybe i'm a wimp you know maybe i'm a wimp but i personally think it gets it gets pretty chilly here it's not snowing here let let me not front but it get it gets a little chilly you know what i'm saying um, but what I did was I wanted to do a poll on, and, and I'm probably going to do polls on Twitter at the top of the week uh, to just go over and see what the crowd is feeling in terms of PS5 and stuff like that and the topic that we're discussing at hand. So I put up a poll on Twitter earlier this week. Which PS5 are you buying? And I put an asterisk, not for reasons of price. Vote as if the price doesn't matter. Which one are you most inclined to get? Because, you know, obviously, if you're going for the cheaper one we're all assuming that the digital edition will be a cheaper price point which we'll talk about as well but uh you know besides price you know what would you prefer right and 86.7 percent of the 45 votes on twitter said that they were going to get the ps5 standard edition and 13.3 percent said ps5 digital edition which i thought was a pretty interesting poll you know what i'm saying yeah because I would have thought digital edition would have been a little bit higher. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, we we've been seeing. Um, of course, you know there is a uh, quote unquote artificial or just explainable bump in digital sales because of course COVID right now, and uh, it's it's you know 
people are very unlikely to go out and buy a digital game. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, buy a physical game. You know what I'm saying? So, might as well just buy it digital. You know, it's right there. Don't gotta go nowhere. Don't gotta touch nobody. You know, breathe on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, we've been seeing a very high, uh, you know, peak in digital sales and stuff like that. So, I figured that, and I feel like overall, this generation, we have been seeing an an increase in digital sales you know what i'm saying like digital is 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 definitely peaking on like over half the market of game sales i believe right now it's like 51 percent of games are being sold digitally you know what i'm saying um so i figured that that would be a little bit bigger but i'm sure that there's there's reasons that we will get into as to why that poll was so uh you know expansive but is that um is that 51% just for PlayStation or overall? No. No, that was overall. Yeah, that was a stat I'm pulling out of my ass that I remember in the depths of my mind that was said like two months ago. Well, I'm it was, sure it was like I'm sure Steam and like Origin and Xbox Game Pass have like a big contribution to that number because... That's fair. That's fair. I buy like... I love PlayStation. Like, you know, this is no diss to PlayStation. I just, I, I, mo- I mostly lean towards PC. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if a game is on PS4, like, like all consoles, I will more than likely buy it on my PC. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, it definitely makes sense. But, like, yeah, definitely, for sure. For so, sure. so it's like, and if it's a PC game, of course I'm gonna buy it digitally. Like I'm not gonna buy a like a I'm not gonna buy a disc. So I'll just go to Steam, buy the game, download, and be done. Like that's how I spent a good majority of this generation. Like I bought the only games on PS4 that I have on a disc. I think uh-huh. are the the Uncharted games, other than Lost Legacy. I got that digitally. Right. Um, Bloodborne. And... GTA V. Other than that, like... Because I'm looking over where I keep my games, and it's like... Most of these are, like, PS3 games. Right, right. So it's just like... I was like, whoa. Hmm. I, like... If there's like a significant difference in price from the the standard to digital, like let's get like if like I don't know, like a hundred bucks. Do we want to go into this right now? Because I mean, like, let's just do it. Why not? Yeah, like, we we could. Like, all right. No, no yeah. reason not to. Yeah. So let's just hit the first point of comparison with the price, of course, being, uh, you know, digital. PS5 versus the Sierra PS5. Uh, are we doing bets right now, my boy? Are Let's we, talk are, about are it. Are we doing some bets? Okay. I think we should talk about it and then, like, ease into a bet. Like, just get our thoughts out and, like, discuss. Okay. Word. Word. Because... You may, you may proceed. Because it's... I don't know. Like, with, with how, like, the... In the first half of the like ps4's like life i i'm i didn't buy many games because honestly there weren't many games coming out like the thing that worries me though 
is if I ever wanted a collector's edition, hmm. would I get that option? It's like, oh. So, I mean, I mean, I think you would, right? Because, like, we've been seeing a lot of those editions come with no game. You know? So, I mean. Well, like, I wait, hope wait. I would get the game, just, like, a code for the game. Right, right. Or that. Or, like, wait, $60 yeah. reduced on a collector's edition. I can just rebuy the game or whatever. Hmm. Interesting. But it's just, like. Uh, because here's a story from 2017 Mass Effect Andromeda one of the right. biggest heartbreaks of my life <laughs> um, the collector's edition for that game I was about to buy it as soon as they it was like oh yeah here's the collector's edition for Andromeda like this is before the game re uh, released uh huh and I was about to buy it it was like an instant cop and then I saw that it didn't have the game included. And it was standard price for a collector's edition. No game. It came with a steelbook, but no game. Yeah, that's that's always been weird to me uh, about the no game thing. That that just doesn't... No, like, no. That's no, like... No. Like, if you're going to call it, like, a blank edition, I think it should come with a game, right? If you want to sell a statue that's separate, right? Yeah. If you want to sell, like, any of the... Items that would be in that hypothetically, like a la carte style, that's a totally different dynamic. And if you're not gonna include the game, I feel like you just go down that a la carte route instead of selling this bundle that traditionally would have a game in it and just not include a game. That's just wild to me, you know? Yeah, no, I that like after seeing that, I was like, never mind. <laughs> I, I was 17. I didn't, I didn't have like a ton of money. This was like me say like i had just rebuilt my computer and actually i think i got a new computer like i built a new computer from the ground up so that i could play andromeda and i was like you know what never mind i'm just gonna wait for the game to come out and then i'll just i'll pre-order it and then be done tragic tragic then the game tragic. came out i hated it and i never touched it again so it, is this you saying that like i you think that yeah, no, yeah. No, but... the, the whole point of that story was if if collector's edition like I don't know, like I somebody needs to talk about it. Like it <laughs> like there needs to not about Mass Effect Andromeda, but like on a collector's edition standpoint. I like collector's editions. I I enjoy them, especially with games that I'm passionate about. It's like I I I like picking them up. But if they're only going to be centered around the standard edition of the PS5, like, there's no digital code, that is a problem. Because for I people, see what you're saying now. Okay. Yeah, it's gotcha. like, if people, it's like, what if I wanted to only get the digital edition? But every, right. But then I find out later that every collector's edition only comes with a physical copy. Right. What do I do? Do I shove it in? Do I have to, do I have to like get a pair of scissors and cut <laughs> something in there? Obviously that's a joke, but hmm. it's like, what do I do? Like I'm out of luck because there's yeah. no, there's no, um, there's no like disc drive. There's nothing I can do with that. It's like right. I, I have this I have this game I have a sixty dollar game in my hand or seventy dollars with what people are saying 
but it's like I have, I have a game in my hand and there's nothing I can do with it. I think they're going to do this one of two ways. Actually, maybe a couple ways. One way, they have two different SKUs of the Collector's Edition, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe the one that comes with the digital code, you don't get a um, steelbook case, uh, maybe, yeah. to, to like appease the amount of printing a disc, I suppose, or how much that costs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe maybe money. Yeah, bit. maybe... Maybe that's the trade-off, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe it still does. I don't, I don't know. Like, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal's... Shout-out to Doom every episode. Um, Doom Eternal's uh, Collector's Edition for the PC came with a steelbook. But in, it was weird. Inside, there was this paper disc that had a code on it. Like... It was, you could just put that on a post-it note of... Oh, I give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> as long as I get the game, I really don't care. You could text me to it. Like, text me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I appreciate Steelbooks, especially with, like, if I do buy a collector's edition, like, I'd appreciate a Steelbook. I don't know. Like, a lot of time goes in designing those things and be kind of ashamed to, like, miss out on that just because I bought a different version of the console. Because, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I, I'm willing to pay the same price as everybody else pays. Like that's not that's not a concern. If I'm buying a collector's edition, I'm obviously, within reason, willing to spend more money on this certain game. For whatever reason it may be. Right. Like. Right. So, I I would appreciate a steelbook. Like a lot of steelbooks have really really cool designs on them that I like to. So like, yeah, it's like yeah I. I really like this franchise, so I have the Steelbook for it. Like the Uncharted games, like I have the Uncharted Four and Uncharted Three collectors editions, and I I enjoy those. Like yeah, I so yeah, these were some of my favorite games growing up, so that's why I bought these. I have like the Nathan Drake statue, like right over here, like right, right. So um, yeah. man, what was he? So here's what I think. I think. What I think the easiest way out of this whole predicament, right, is just no, I'm because then you don't. Okay, you know what? No, I think you include a steel case, right, as if it was a physical game, right. But I think you just have two SKUs. I think you have one that has a digital code. The other one has a disc. If you really want a disc, you know what I'm saying? Because both versions of the PS5 are going to support digital games. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think at that point, I think. In terms of the additions, they have to cater to the lowest common denominator. You know what I'm saying? Which would be the digital code that both consoles can support. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't see how there can't be because earlier we mentioned that there was going like the Xbox was doing along a similar route. So I don't know I don't understand the why there would be any difficulty on like PS4 or the Series X, and then you click on P- or PS5, and then Xbox. It's like you click on PlayStation. It's like digital, standard. Then you click right. digital or standard, and then that's it. And then you purchase the product, and then when the product comes, you get everything in the collection, and inside the steelbook, you get a digital code. And then you put it in, right. install it, and you're done. Right. Like, right. I agree. I... Like the the last actually no I have the yeah like the PS4 game I have Spider Man on 
on Steelbook. Like, that was the last... That's hot. Like, that was the last collector's edition I got for the oh. PS4. Oh my god. Complete sign out. Complete sign out before we get into the other topics of, at hand. Uh, my cousin got me Ellie's journal from The Last of Us Part 2. Ooh. It's a very nice thing. It's on my desk, of course. I'm not going to use it, but it's damn good. It's damn, I forgot to show it off until you guys. That's crazy. Well, besides that point, um, of course, you know, with there being a digital and standard edition, uh, the digital edition will not come with the 4K disk drive. Um, specifically, the 4K Blu-ray disk drive, of course, which is, of course, owned by Sony. Um, and I think that this move is interesting, right? Like, overall, right? Because I think that it's 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 a way of them, I think, sidestepping into the inevitable future of an all-digital game ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I really feel that, like, the way of, uh, you know, physical is going to be a very, very small subsect of the gaming industry as we move forward, right? Like, in the same way it happened with the music industry, you know, with the rise of iTunes and streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I haven't bought an album. You know, I actually, no, the, the last album I technically bought was After Hours by The Weeknd. But I only got that album physically because I bought tickets to his show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's I guess a way of like, yeah, okay, I guess that costs. I mean, I mean, I I, I guess that counts as an album sale. You know, maybe like in the back end, like a portion of my ticket prices went towards that album. You know what I'm saying? To be able to distribute and send that out, and you know, I'm sure there was some revenue back to the weekend. You know what I'm saying? So maybe uh, that would have still you know been a purchase nonetheless but um of course the vast the vast majority of my music consumption is digital right and i think that uh you know with the rise of of course like the likes of fortnite you know that you can't buy a retail version of fortnite technically you know what i'm saying you can it comes with like a bundle and stuff like that but um i think overall like the base you know like you don't need to go out and buy a physical disc of fortnite yeah. you know Besides the Save the World, I guess that's a bad example because they had Save the World, which was physical. Whatever, I digress. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's there's a lot more digital games that are releasing only on digital, you know, that are still thriving. Um, and I think that is a, a, a huge deal. I think it probably is a little bit unfortunate for the person that has a lot of 4K Blu-rays, you know, because I have heard a lot about how, you know, a movie that you play physically on a 4K digital Blu-ray drive and it, it it's a Blu-ray disc and all that looks a thousand times better than a 4K stream off of Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I know there's definitely, like, a difference there, right? Uh, for sure. So I guess that's where, I guess, where we have bruising on that whole standpoint in terms of, like, you know, those that have Blu-rays um, will have to only opt towards the... Um, standard edition which i mean neither here or there um but i also think that it speaks a lot towards how we're going to be purchasing games in the future right and how sony kind of i believe and i think microsoft as well um xbox and playstation respectively i think they want us to i think low-key get used to the prospect of buying digital right for a money reason right because they make a lot more per dollar selling a first party game 
on PS Store or on Xbox Marketplace or wherever it's called over there. You know what I'm saying? They they make a lot more off of a digital sale than a physical sale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no middleman. There's no proxy that you have to... Like, you don't have to, you know, work with GameStop or Walmart or wherever to get the game. It's pretty much Sony to you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, like, um, I... So I know, so these numbers are probably from like two, three years ago. And they've just been, you know, embezzled in my head for a while. But I think on average, the average $60 game that's sold in the United States, right? After tax, generally speaking, on average, it's like $64.51 or whatever it is. Like around like $64, right? Out of that $64 that you pay, I think it's like $48 go to the developers of that 64 and the rest gets split up with Sony and with the publisher and with, you know, the distribution company and with GameStop itself and all that. And after they all get paid, I think on average per $60 game, $64 price tag uh, out the door, the developer gets 40 I think it was $48 of that, I think. So, and it's and it's a lot I don't know what exactly is in terms of a digital sale because I guess that is only Sony and, the, and then the dev gets the rest. So it's a lot more for sure. Um, but I think that's what we're going to start seeing. And I think a big way that they really made that foot forward and made that foot clear was the inception of the digital console. You know, definitely. And like the only problem I see arising from that is that I know the brick and mortar shops like, of course, GameStop, Target, Walmart, etc., um, what is it, uh, internationally? EB Games, I think, is still around in other countries and stuff like that. Um, I think the big hurdle that Sony's going to probably see and the whole pushback and why I think both Xbox and uh, PlayStation want to really ease into this feature of only games that are digital is that they are going to piss off realtors. Not realtors. Retailers. Rip GameStop. Yeah, by not incentivizing the player base to go and get a physical game and do business at their store. And that could easily flip on their head down the road. And GameStop could say, hey, we don't want to carry your console. You know? Like, like Walmart can say, yo, I don't want to carry your, your PlayStation 5 digital edition if they're not going to be able to come back and buy games from us. You know what I'm saying? Like, they tried, like, the digital cards, which I thought were always hilarious. Did you ever buy a, a digital game off of a card in GameStop? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I always look at those. I'm like, that is such a weird move. Like, I I mean, I get it. You try to make it work, but, man, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But, yeah, so I think they could definitely have a little pushback there. But I think overall... Um, it'll be, I think, a little bit better for the consumer. Wouldn't, not for the, well, definitely for the consumer in terms of convenience, but I think it'll be a lot better as well towards the developers as well as they get more cut per game, you know. Um, but do we ever say the prices? We never said the prices, bro. We never did. We suck. Or I suck. I don't know. I'm trash. What do you think are the prices for the two SKUs, Arachnite? Um... Let me, I, let me, let me, let me paint the picture, right? It's Cyber Monday because Black Friday is canceled because COVID, right? Cyber Monday, you know what I'm saying? You're perusing Amazon, right? 
you go to the PlayStation listings, right? You see the two different SKUs, right? How much does that price differentiate on Cyber Monday for you? I don't know, like, with with the general talk, it's really hard to think of anything opposing what the majority has been thinking about. Like, whenever people talk about the PS5 price, I keep saying PS4, the PS5 price, like, four ninety nine seems like a pretty stable bet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Mm-hmm it's more powerful like it's superior to the ps4 in every way it seems like a safe bet to save 4.99 and i know i just like in the ghost episode is like i gotta stop betting on what i want and what i think is logical because like you know what would be like a power move Dude, from like 399. Sony, three ninety nine with like a three twenty nine digital. I'd be fucking shocked. Like that's a shocked. That's a power move. If I mean, because here's like, so what what we know of right now, right, is that these so these numbers came before we had the prospect of a digital edition console, right? So. I don't think there's numbers out there that tell how much it's costing them to produce a PlayStation 5 digital edition, right? But as far as I'm aware, the standard PS5 is costing about $450 to produce. Really? And then, yeah, yeah. And then when you you bundle it, and these numbers are from, oh my God, Kevin, don't forget the website. Oh my God. Oh my God. They've been breaking a lot of news. Um, Not Business Insider. Oh my God, this is going to kill me. Uh, Bloomberg, thank you. Oh my God, thank you, Brain. Bloomberg News, um, a very reputable source. Uh, so they reported, I think back in May, that the average cost to produce a PlayStation Five Standard Edition is about four hundred and fifty dollars, right? But then when you bundle in the packaging and all the documentation that that comes with the PS Five, it's landing at like four seventy, right? Oh, so they can't. They so, can't make a five. They're not going to do five ninety nine, right? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I, I personally don't think so, right? Like, because of two things. I mean, one, because that price is insane. Actually, three things. One, price is insane. Two, COVID. Three, they already did a five ninety nine price on the PS three, and that was a disaster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that was. They got memed for years after that. You know, so that's why I feel like they will always be afraid to do five ninety nine, for for a brand new console unless it's you know decades like you know years after maybe maybe with the ps6 with the rise of inflation that might make a little more sense right at at that time due to inflation right but right now no way um uh but i really think that you know if they want to do a power move like like what you said about 399 ps5 standard edition let's make the digital edition 299 you know something insane right let's say they go 400 300 right i think they could easily make it up for themselves in their mind that hey listen the people love our fucking games right like our software sells insane right and if people buy the digital edition of the ps5 right they are going to be 
getting we are going to be getting more money out of them whenever they buy a game because their only choice is digital right, right. so it's so it's almost like they're going to get i mean it's not almost it is like like they are going to get more revenue off of digital edition ps5 in the long run than a standard ps5 with a disc option that they'll make the same amount that they have been for a while now right so i think with that being said i think if if you couple that with them being confident in their first party you know and the numbers that they did this generation and how much their their software paid off as a whole and everything i really think that they could take that bullet but i i, I don't see them doing it but i think it's i think there's a feature that that could be possible you know yeah i don't know like it's it, tough it, though like that's that's like that's nearly a, seventy dollars gam- to eat yeah yeah it's a gamble yeah. yeah that's a 70 dollar loss on every hardware and that's like it's not gonna they had no you know i mean and, and then plus like, i mean it they could possibly view it like as a corporate business standpoint they could probably view it as like a an investment like listen like let's just get these boxes in as many homes as possible because, because yeah, then what? Like they're gonna, it's like they they have to buy our games now. They're not just gonna let the console sit there. Exactly. Like like I believe the PS five. I mean, sorry, I believe the PS 4s attach rate right now is at like ten point four, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's like on average, the average PS four user is buying ten games per console. I believe. I'm pretty sure that's the stat. I could be wrong on that, but like, I know the PS four has a very positive attach rate. Right, or maybe I'm missing, or maybe I'm mixing that, mixing that with Vita numbers. I don't know. I mean, I, shout I'm, out to Vita. I'm, shout out to the Vita because that that has a stupid attach rate. Vita Vita has a very high attach rate. Um, but I think the PS5. I mean, goddamn it. I think the PS4. I don't think it's you know that wild to say that like the PS4 also has a very high attach rate as well. So maybe like in the long run, like maybe they could see it as like, hey, like overall. As long as their first party is good, like, yo, God of War Ragnarok is going to sell. Spider-Man 2 is going to sell. Miles Rouse is going to sell. Horizons, you know, uh, the Forbidden West is going to sell. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to have plenty of bangers that are going to sell. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I think that they could maybe do that, but I-, I don't see them doing that. But if they do, that's ballsy as hell. Like, that is, that is a high-risk, high-rewards, you know outcome for sure so you think for sure standard edition is going to be 500 dollars, aka 499 yeah that, that that would be my bet like it it's it's what everybody's saying it's what everybody's been talking about because i i do recall what you mentioned earlier from bloomberg on the production being about 450 mm-hmm. because there's no way they would because the the PS4 sold like how much like 110 million consoles. Right now we're at like 115 million right now consoles sold. Yeah, uh, you lose a hundred dollars per console times 115 million. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, I think the PS3 was selling at a loss actually for a while, and the PS4 was selling at a profit from the jump. So so they were able to sell the ps4 with a profitable rate um and not lose any money per console but i think the ps3 sold at a loss actually 
because that damn cell processor, man, like that thing was crazy. You know, it's for just the, like, for the PS3 era. Yeah, it's so it's like if if they sell for four, like if it costs four fifty to produce, and they sell for four ninety nine, the loss isn't that significant, right? Especially when you tie in games. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what comes from the PS Store, like people buying PlayStation Plus, and that's another thing as well. Yeah, like play, like PS Plus and everything going on with all that. Like, Sony's making money at the end of the day. Listen, this is gonna be a great road to series because I wanna be. I mean, I have one of my ideas where like I wanna lay out to you the PS Five. Uh, um, uh, oh my God, not stats, specs, and from a pc perspective guy as you are i want you to tell me like all right like how much are we talking here like 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 how powerful is this is does does this look on paper right and then of course there's another one i have in mind where like i want to go over with you like services of playstation like what do you think that we can improve on all that good stuff it's gonna be a great time yeah no like i think just 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 the first thing that popped in my head when you mentioned that is let's not let's not get into it now. Though. No, not it was specs, just ideas. Not specs. Of, oh, okay, word. Okay, man. But right. it's just like <laughs> the best thing Sony could do in order to kind of reach out to other people that might annoy the fanboys, which I don't get. Like I, I don't understand it. Like leave it in the Discord or whatever. Wherever I, I'd like to hear your thoughts. I know Starks has talked about it, but it's like I don't see the particular issue with putting. PS4 games on the PC. That's also another thing that we will we will discuss because I have thoughts on that. That is somewhere in the middle. I'm I'm in the middle of that whole thing, you know. But I'm mostly on the side of like who cares. But yeah, th- that's a whole another thing. Yeah, right? no, it's that's just like thing. yeah, like a PlayStation Game Pass or something. Mm. Like not like kind of like kind of eh, like PS uh, PS Now, right. Right. It's yeah. but it's just like you get more people, you branch out to other people. I don't know, like from the like the PS4 or the PS5 is looking to be a very very like good pick for like console power and from what I've seen. Like it like across the board it looks very solid. So, right. and we we obviously have seen what the new Unreal Engine looks like on uh, PS5 hardware, and we've seen how fast it can boot, like load Spider-Man comparatively to the PS4 Pro. Yeah, it's a very very solid console. Right. And I think like I, if you told me right now, like right after we're done recording, four ninety nine is the console, I would be just fine paying that. For, yeah, for the ps5 Definitely. i would yeah. and they're they're smart they're the the best thing i've seen them do like the smartest thing i've seen them do is spider-man at launch that is such a power book man and and we have an episode planned where we're going to go over all of the confirmed psi games but like just 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 to touch on launch because i think it is important right miles miles morales is I think the most important aspect 
of the launch of PS5 next to like the price and digital edition. You know what I'm saying? And the like, I think I think one of the core elements as to what they're setting up to be a very successful launch is Spider-Man Miles Morales for sure. Like that is oh my, it, it, like I can't. I would love to hear the guy that pitched. Hey, why don't we take a Lost Legacy aspect look of it and have Insomniac, right? Take the base of Spider-Man PS4, right? Let's touch it up. Let's make it look great. Let's change the season. Let's start Miles Morales and let's start his story over here on this, um, you know, standalone game that is in the same realm of a Lost Legacy, and let's do it for launch in that time frame. That's easily feasible to be doing for launch. Like that is such a smart idea. That is that that is just like you said. Like literally a perfect idea. It makes so much sense, and it's great, and it's and it's it's gonna definitely pay off. You know? Uh, yeah it it's definitely paying off because like the the difference that from. Because I I was on the I was on the fence from buying a PS5 at launch, yeah. Because I bought the PS4 at launch, and I didn't really use it until 2015. Like I kind of just sat there collecting dust for a few years because there was just not much coming out. Like Second Son came out in 2014, I played that, and then it was I was done with the PS4 for a while until Uncharted came out. And then 2016 onwards, then it was just full steam ahead. Right. But, like, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I'm going to buy the PS5 at launch just to play Miles Morales. Exactly. Yeah. I I think Miles Morales changed a lot of people's minds on day one for PS5, for sure. You know, definitely. Like, I think think that's going to be a big motivating factor. Um, And it's, and it's, it's it's such a great idea but with that being said right you are day one on ps5 but what do you think the price of the digital edition is because i don't think you've said it yet <laughs> i don't think you said it yet what? 499 standard uh-huh 429 digital 429 interesting interesting numbers here okay so you're going four to thirty dollars which is not that weird because we have seen that before you know that, that that's not a totally weird number, but I can see that. Okay, I think 100% 4.99 is the standard, right? Even though it would be ballsy as hell if they did 3.99 standard, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it'll happen. No, but no, that's way too much of a loss. I think 4.99 standard is what we're looking at for digital. Is where things get very interesting for me. So when you look at okay, so I'm trying to think so. I, because hmm. what I really want to know as well is where does PS4 end up after PS5 launches? You know what I'm saying? Are they going to do something a little bit different? Where are they going to keep it in the rotation of like suites of consoles that you can buy in store? Like, will the PS4 still be available to purchase? Is like that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because I forget. If PS3's left shelves right when PS4 
launch. I don't know if that's the case, and I, I don't think it was because I know the PS3 was still um, selling games like very very recently, like uh, up until like 2016 and stuff like that. So I know like they were definitely, um, and I think maybe even to this day, like I'm pretty sure. But you know the PS3 had a very very long legs, as well as of course the longest legs PS2. You know very long legs on the PS2. But I wonder if you know because I think that we're seeing a lot of this talk about cross generation play. You know what I'm saying? How, um, to take one example, recently, you know, of course, Marvel Avengers, you will be able to play on PS4 and PS5 across generationally. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that there's going to be an emphasis on that with specifically multiplayer third-party games, right? So, I think it would be wise if Sony would still give people the opportunity to play some of the third-party multiplayer-centric games on PS4 and be able to play with people on PS5, right? Like, I think that would be a beneficial move for them because of the sheer install base of the PS4. Having over 150 million PS4s out there in the wild, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that it would be an interesting move for them to go, all right, we're going to still keep the PS4 as a tiered rotation of PlayStation consoles that you can buy in store. We'll say for maybe like what, like a year, year and a half then. Eventually, of course, the PS4 has got to go, right? But let's say, you know, for a year, year and a half during this leeway period, you know, um, we're going to still provide some support some support for the PS4, right? But if you want to play our brand new spanking first party games that you had on PS4, you're going to need to get a PS5, which I don't think is that crazy to ask. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I doubt God of War 2 is coming to PS4 and PS5. I doubt it. You know what I'm saying? They like, only that's ever not do, happening. They only ever do that, like, super early in the console's lifespan. Like, I'm talking, like, less than a year from release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And, like, I mean, for example, like, Kids on Shadowfall never got a PS3 release, you know? Second Son never got a PS3 release. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, I feel like their strategy would be all right our our first party are not touching ps4s anymore like they're moving on they're working on ps5 make the games as best as possible as impressive as possible and hit that high mark that we had on ps4 right but i can't see with 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 like third party and with the likes of like fortnite being such a massive thing on playstation and stuff like that and warzone as well like i think if we're talking third party multiplayer games that are doing that cross-generation cross-play stuff, I think that still having the PS4 available would be a smart move, right? For the more casual crowd that, you know, wants to play those games and for some reason doesn't doesn't have a PS4 or don't want to pony up the price for a PS5, right? With that all being said, I think PS5 standard is at $4.99. I think the digital edition, I'm going to go ballsy with this, my boy. I'm going to go ballsy. I think I think it's going to take that $3.99 spot. I think, like, because I, I was doing some thinking, like, after after I said it, I was like, how much does a disk drive actually cost? A 4K disk drive? $50. $50. $50. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, Which, I'm, I, that's the common number that's been thrown around. So, that that does kind of put it within the range of 429 Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. It's just, like, does Sony want to, is like, it's like, hey, do we want to like make up, you know, some of the some of the losses, or do we want to like really like 
try and get as many of these out the door as possible. Mm. So like a three ninety nine sale. Oh my god, I forgot PS4 Pro, my whole thing. Holy shit. Here's what I think too. Okay, I think the I think when we arrive at PS5 launch, I think we're gonna have three consoles that you can buy. Oh boy. Right. I think that they're gonna discontinue the original PS4 and the PS4 Slim. Yeah, no, no, the the OG PS4 is already discontinued. Yeah. I think that they're going to eliminate the Slim, and the Pro is going to take the Slim's price point. Yeah. So that would be two ninety nine for the PS4 Pro. So. How did that do? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna just write it down. I won't include that in, in over our bet. I, I I just want to write it down just for memory's sake. So yeah, I think. Come holiday, I think we're we're gonna have three different options, for the most part, but mainly two. So the standard PS5 is gonna be five five hundred dollars. Yeah. Digital is gonna be four hundred. PS4 Pro is gonna be three hundred. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But after all of that, Iraq Night to kind of round up the whole episode: digital versus standard. The big debate, the big talk, the big hoopla. Which one are you going to get, and why? It depends. Mm. Mm. Because, okay, like, hear me out. Right. The digital edition, three ninety nine. Solid, solid price. That's a very attractive price. I gotta tell you, that one, that one, that one's speaking to me the most. Yeah. Low key. Like, let's say it's three ninety nine. Like. Yeah. You know what? You know what sucks about. Like, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not complaining. Let me preface that. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. It's just like the bet. It's like it's like if I change it's like because I'm kind of feeling 399 now. But if we if I change it then there's no bet. <laughs> I mean cuz we agree on everything else. Yeah, yeah we can't um man hmm. fuck it. Whatever. If it's if it's 399, I'm going to spend the 25 bucks and then I'll I'll be right eventually. I like your idea though. I think yours overall makes sense in terms of like the business side of like, hey, like, you know, PS5 digital editions aren't cheap. Like they're they're still pretty costly. So like, I can see them still trying to get a little bit more and and close that margin a little bit more. Yeah. You know. Because I could yeah, definitely see it. I I if it were four twenty nine, it's still an attractive price, but. The gap between if it's three ninety nine, the the percentage of me leaning towards the digital edition increases significantly, and I know it's only like a thirty dollar difference, but it would really incentivize me to play digitally, because mm. honestly, after that, I have no choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, so I'm I'm still debating between standard and digital. I'm leaning a little bit more towards standard only because. I have, uh, you know, a few games that I would I would want to play on PS5, right? So one of them, of course, being God of War. Um, Uncharted 4, I have physical as well. Control, I have physical as well that I would even think about playing. Um, Far Cry 5, I don't care about. Destiny 1, I, I don't care about. Detroit was really good, so maybe that's that's a possible one. I have Detroit Bioshock. on PC. Huh? I bought Detroit on PC, so I'm not even stressing about that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I have a Bioshock collection, which I still have yet to play. Um, Solid games. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the, the, so, I tried playing the first Bioshock. I fell off. I don't know what happened. I think it was just, like, a busy time. Maybe they, like, another game caught my attention. I'm not sure. But I've yet to go back and complete all Bioshocks. But, um, Infinite Borderlands. is really good. Oh, yeah. So I hear. So I hear. Uh, Borderlands, Handsome Collection as well, which I'm pretty sure we have on PS Plus, so I'm probably covered there. But there's, I still have a few physical games that, you know, are the, like, that could make me go standard if if the price is right. And honestly, $500 for standard, I feel like is Solid. a pretty, yeah, that's, 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 that's to me an acceptable PS5 price. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, okay, that, that's, um, what we're all expecting. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, and yeah. And like, I mean, sometimes, I mean, also, I mean, we haven't even touched as well on this episode about the used game market, you know, with the digital edition, there is no yeah. use. Yeah. There, there is no used game market and it's been nice to pick up, you know, some random one-off games that, um, I don't want to pay full price for on digital, you know, pick it up off of someone off of offer up or whatever, you know, or go to a game store and get a physical game. I, I don't do it often. I mainly do it for offer up, you know, I'll see what's out there, usually 10, 15 bucks for a game that would have been like 40 or 50 on digital. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's going to be still a pretty uh, good reason to get a standard, to have that option at least, if you don't want to pay full price for a game, you know? But, um, yeah. Yeah, no. Could be interesting. I, uh, the thing with, the thing with me is, at least I'm speaking for myself, like, most of the times when it's like games like that, like secondhand games, usually you can get a deal like that digitally on a different console. Like, unless it, like because you never see a PS4 exclusive. Like because if it's a PS4 exclusive and if it's a game I'm interested in, I'm gonna get it at launch and then I play the game and then that's it. Like most right. of the time, it's never it's never an issue of later like oh I want a discounted game. Like. I'm not gonna. Like, oh yeah, I want Final Fantasy VII now, and then it's like, oh, it's sixty dollars on you know PS PS4. Like usually, it's not how it goes because I like personally, I pay attention to the exclusives coming out on the the, the PlayStation consoles. Right. So it's either I decide I want it or I don't. And and if and if it's on a different console, it's like it's like oh, then I usually just buy it. For cheaper on my computer anyway right right i think i think where i'm gonna end up landing is i'm gonna need to, first need, need to see the prices of the consoles of course before i make a decision like f- full on right i think that if the price is 3.99 for digital for the ps5 i'll be a little bit more inclined to get digital like i think honestly if it's 3.99 i might just do 3.99 i think Possibly, I'm not sure. I'm just afraid that I'll regret it in the future, you know. But you know, I think 399 might push me a little bit more to get digital. But if it's 429 digital, I think it's standard. Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, you know what? It's seventy dollars. I'm already dropping this much. You know what I'm saying? Might as well. Might as well just might as well might as well just cover my bases and get the standard. But I think if there's a hundred dollar difference, I think that's when we can get a little bit more in the weeds of like, all right. I could see myself just getting digital, you know, because I mean, I I haven't bought a physical game in forever. Yeah, no, I haven't bought a physical game since Spider Man. 
yeah that's that's like a brand i think honestly the last brand new game i bought physical was was god of war back in 2018 you had spider-man you know? digitally yes yeah 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 um so yeah so i'll say if it's if it's three if it's 399 digital it becomes a little bit more interesting in terms of what i'm gonna pick if it's 429 i'll probably go with just standard then just call it a day just cover my bases but i think i can give up those bases if it's meaning that i'll save a hundred dollars you know it's something that i'm a little concerned about like is um i don't know i don't know how they would do it it's like it's like oh yeah ps4 to ps5 upgrade like you can do that yeah yeah how like it's um and if i buy digitally is it just linked to my account Yeah. yeah 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 so you'll you'll be able to go into your playstation store downloads and just get the games that yeah, purchased. Yeah, the yeah, accounts yeah. transfer. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Like, then I honestly, if um, just I will probably buy the digital edition. Yeah, I I know for sure. I'm either so my little brother, uh, you know, because he he works at a job where like he's on shift for like twelve hours straight. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, if orders go up, he might not be able to actually go on the computer and do it himself. So I'm gonna be assisting him and ordering what whatever he wants for him, right? Um, in the trade-off that you know, if he well, he is definitely getting the digital edition of the PS5. He has no physical games. He doesn't care, right? So he's going digital all the way in, right? Um, but the the trade-off is that hey, yo, listen, my boy, you know, if I get the standard. Let me at least unbox the digital edition for the channel, <laughs> and then you can take it home. But yeah. let me unbox it too on the channel, right? If you get so standard, I, get, I get digital or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I can get both unboxes, and you, you know, Ooh, like I get a content. full comprehensive look at. It. Absolutely, you gotta do it for the content. You know what I'm saying. So I'm definitely gonna pre-order for my little brother the digital edition, um, and that's another thing too. Like off of that, I might just get the standard anyway content just to see the differences and just compare and contrast you know which we forgot to even mention the form factor is a little bit different of course with the removal of the this drive honestly i think that the ps5 looks better i think that i think the digital version looks better it's slimmer it's it's a lot more sleek a lot better design there's no like hump that like weird disk drive hump you know on the uh digital edition i think the i think the digital edition looks a lot better even though it's not the standard, you know. I I would pay four twenty nine. Okay, digital editions three ninety nine. I would pay four twenty nine just for the black console. Mm. Wait, wait, what black console? Well, I'm just saying it's like oh, it's like oh yeah, you can pay thirty dollars more if you want instead of white and blue, it's black and blue. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm so sold on the white. I might still get the white. No, I'm fucking capping. I'm definitely gonna get a black PSI if it is a white PSI. No, never mind. I'm 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 capping. I don't think they'll they'll have a uh a different color scheme to be honest with you. I think they're only gonna do the white PS five. I think personally. Tragic. Yeah. That like I don't know. It's just every other console they've made except for like the original PS one has been black. Yeah, gray, black, 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 not yeah. white, and black. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I I would pay, all right, 
hypothetical time. Here we go. It's Miles Morales. Uh huh. Five ninety nine comes with the game. Comes with the console. Black and red. I would buy yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was asking you. Like, because I figured that you were gonna say, "Listen, Kev. Like, if there's no Miles Morales custom console at launch, it's all good. They're probably saving it for for Spider Man Two. No big deal, right? But in the meantime." I'm gonna get the digital edition of the PS5. Pay as little as possible for for the day one edition. Play my games on there, right? But then when we get to the uh, console edition of Spider-Man 2 with the Venom Black, whatever you, we're looking at, you know, my bad, Symbiote Black, whatever we're looking at here. Um, I appreciate the. Correction. That's when. That's when I'll get the big boy. You know, I'll get the standard with the disc drive. You know, what I'm saying, or yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah, no, I I'd probably give I don't I like it. So what I did this last generation is they were selling the PS for like slim uh-huh. on Black Friday for like a hundred eighty bucks when Spider Man came out. Damn, that's and a it, fucking steal. Uh, and it came and it came with a terabyte like more hard drive space, and I was running out, so it's like. Okay, like it's 180 bucks, and I already have Spider Man, so whatever, I'll buy it. So I bought it, and I gave uh, this guy I used to be friends with my old PS4 because he didn't have much money and he always wanted a PS4. So it's like, right. So it's like, here you go, man. Like, Merry Christmas. Here's a here's a PS4, um, and I I bought him like I like pre-ordered Mortal Kombat for him because he was a big Mortal Kombat guy. So I was like. So here's Mortal Kombat, here's PS4, you can download it when it releases. Merry Christmas. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I'd probably do that again, like if I did buy the digital edition. Right. Right. But, and I then see. just wait for, because they're, come on, they gotta do a Spider-Man 2 PS5. No, of course, dude, do you know how, dude, the, the, the most famous custom PS4 is the Spider-Man one. Like, it's perfect, you know? Like, um, my cousin has it, and my best friend has it. And my best friend was trying to sell it, like, last month. I'm like, do not. No. Yo, yo, no. Um, you, no. How, how much you, how, how much is he selling it for? I mean, what I told him, I'm like, listen, if, which you should, you should take my advice, right? Is even if the, even if you get a PS5 day one, do not trade in that PS4. Keep that PS4 in mint condition. It's used, but keep it in mint condition as much as you can. I told him to keep the box, right? I'm like, keep all the packaging. Keep that thing in pretty... Because that is going to be worth so much in the future, my boy. Like, that uh, PS4 you, Pro, Spider-Man Edition, is so solid after. It, it is it is a one-of-a-kind thing. You know if, what I'm saying? If, if, if he's still selling it, like, hit me up. I'll buy that. Man. I'll buy that right now. Damn. Hey, I, I, I like I I will take that off your hand. I'll give I'll trade you my old PS4. Like we can do a swap. <laughs> we could do a swap. Like it's a slim. I feel yeah. He, he would def he would definitely be more inclined as soon as he gets a PS5. You know. Yeah. Like, once he because because he is day one on PS5. He's all good. So like once he gets a PS5 day one, maybe he may of course sell the PS4 Pro, the the uh, Spider-Man edition. Like like dead ass. Is like I would give you like 150 bucks and my PS4 for a swap. Just you can take it. Uh, I'll take that right now. 
I will, uh, I will, I will, I will perhaps, uh, you know, tell him tonight. I will, I will tell him that my boy's looking for a swap, for sure. It's just like, um, yeah, no, that PS4 <laughs> is my biggest regret because I was like, I was 18, straight out of high school, unemployed. Like, if I had the money to buy a whole new console, I would have. It's a beautiful console, man. The Spider-Man one is beautiful. It's a really good, like, it, it's the when it comes to even like the controller it is it is it is a phenomenal looking console and i hate red but i fucking wow. love that spider-man console that thing is fire um my favorite ps4 custom console is the days of play it's got a blue and yellow one. Oh come I on yeah, that, that one was made Arachnid. for you it wait what that was made for you yeah that console it's f- it's fucking perfect right it's fucking perfect right you know what's not perfect about it and what made me just not buy it Honestly, it was a bit of a spit in the face, like, if I'm going to keep it real. Um, it came out, like, I think 2018 or 2019. It was, like, semi-recently. It's the slim PS4. Not the Pro? No. And I'm like, I can't backtrack on my PS4. Just, just you know? I yeah. can't. If, if, if it was a Pro, I would have bought that on-site. On-site. That's, that's not even a question. So, they almost had my money. They they almost had it, but they God, I love that design. It's it's so hot. It's such a good looking. Piece I I appreciate the not so subtle, just like disrespect for my main color. It's like it's like no. yeah, I hate red. It's like damn. Hey, no, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's just I don't know, man. I don't like red. What's hey, wrong I'm with what's a, wrong with red? I, I don't know, man. I don't, it just doesn't fit with my your aesthetic. Know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've just always been blue and yellow. I don't know. Like literally just, everything just in my setup is black and red. Mine is black. My desktop is blue and yellow. I have blue A50s. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hopefully we will get our colors of PS5s when the console gets in our hands this fall, presumably November. But until then, Arachnite, where can people find you? If you if they want more opinions on you and PS Five, yeah. If um, I am on Twitter, uh, the aforementioned Orly underscore Macias on Twitter. I am on the PlayStation Source Discord uh, under the same name of the Arachnite, and I am on Twitch, um, where you can hear all of my gaming hot takes and trash opinions. Links below to all of those are down below in the description, in the description, as well as our other links, including our Twitter, our Discord, like what he just mentioned, as well as our Anchor link. That way you can to a long form content and podcast format. That, of course, being this show, Road to PS5, and many other Road to series in the future. Road to Spider-Man Miles Morales, you know what I'm saying? Road to, uh, you know, Horizon Forbidden West, etc. You know what I'm saying? Also, Road to Factions 2. That is happening as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, all that great stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, as well as, of course, if you want to support the show and support the channel, you can hit the join button as well as become a channel member via the link below in the description or hit the join button as well to do that same thing. You can become a Prince tier or a King tier member, a $1 Prince tier member and a $5 King tier member to support the channel. You get custom emotes and custom badges and stuff like that. All that great stuff that you can get by supporting me and PlayStation Source as a whole. Uh, like the video if you enjoyed it, as well as hit subscribe to PlayStation Stories to keep up with the latest and greatest in PlayStation. Thank you all for watching, and as always, 
Greatness awaits. Also, I like how this new era of uh, PS5 and stuff like that, I get to keep Greatness Awaits yeah. on PlayStation Source. Like, I no longer have to share with, with, with the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't... It's great. What was the PS3's slogan? Uh, Long Live Play was, 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 yeah, was yeah, one of them. Greatness Awaits is way better. Yeah, Greatness Awaits is really good. The, the PS5 one is um, Play Has No Limits, which is pretty good, too. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But uh, all right, guys. See you, see you next week. See you.